Let's open the worship of God this morning by turning to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. The words of the living God, inspired, preserved in our hands. Amen. And thanks be to his name for putting conviction in our hearts to love those words, Amen. understanding of them. And we ask, Lord, for more conviction to do them. Romans chapter 12, remember that there is a significant division in the book of Romans between chapters 11 and 12. The first 11 chapters of this epistle are given to explaining the salvation of God's people, and those 11 chapters end with the word amen. They're at the end of Romans 11 and verse 36. Then there's five chapters that close out this epistle, with how we ought to live changed lives because of his salvation of us. Right. And so the apostle began in that first verse of chapter 12, I beseech you therefore. Therefore is drawing a conclusion from 11 chapters that we ought to present our bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, right. based on all that he's done for us that was described in the first 11 chapters. Amen. In this 12th chapter... I just want verse 10. Romans 12, 10. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. When it says be kindly affectioned one to another, that's an imperative verb construction telling us this is what we're supposed to do. This is a commandment. This is an ordinance of the Lord for his New Testament church members to have kind affection toward each other. Right. True love, according to this verse, and we're defined, it's defined for us, is to be kindly affectioned to others. True love honors others over self. It tells us that here. In honor, preferring one another. Lust honors self over others. Lust is what you can get from a relationship. Love is what you can give in a relationship, and that's very different. And we want to know that difference and remember that difference and practice that difference. Every impulse that you have to protect yourself, feel sorry for yourself, honor yourself, is the opposite of love. Because it says here that true love is going to want to give honor to others and to prefer them before yourself. To prefer their choices over your choices. To prefer their time availability over your time availability. And so forth and so on, which we could list and elaborate in much greater depth. You are always the least important person in any assembly of the church. And if we all had that proper attitude, we would all relate to each other the way we should. You, you, are always the least important, and I'm saying that to myself as well, of anyone in the church. And that's the attitude we ought to have, because if in honor we are preferring one another, then that means that we're the least, we have the least preference ourselves right. in the matter of who's important in the church. Note the two forms 
in this one verse of one another. It says in the first half, be kindly affectioned one to another. One is singular. Another is singular. And so the love that the Bible teaches, the brotherly love, the honor of preferring others is from one member to one other member on an individual basis throughout the whole church. I believe I wrote you this week and explained and reminded you that in a congregation of 205 souls, there are 20 plus thousand combinations, which is a mathematical result from looking at how many pairs of people there can be in a body of 205, there's over 20,000. But now when you've got those 20,000 pairs, they have a one another relationship from this one to this another, and from this one back to this another. So there's 41,000 permutations, which is a mathematical result of 205 souls in this body, of the one another relationship, 41,000. Well, now when we look at it that way, we've got quite a mega church in our little tiny church. Because we've got a lot of relationships that we need to be taking care of, and this particular verse uses that one another combination twice. B, kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. From one individual member to each other member considered individually. Love in a church is measured one by one. It's not measured by some warm, fuzzy feeling that you have toward the whole church. It's measured by your conduct and treatment of each individual member. You should want others honored over you. We shouldn't be looking for honor for ourselves. We shouldn't be looking for attention, affection, service, treatment, benevolence from others. We should be wanting to give that because they deserve it more than we deserve it. If we believe the text. I believe the text. I want to preach this subject to us again today to remind us of the importance of brotherly love. You should prefer others and their things, and I hope that you will. The opposite, which is honoring yourself over others, is vainglory. You're seeking vainglory, and it's called vainglory because the glory you're seeking is all vanity. It's all fake, put on, selfish, in your mind only, because no one else thinks it about you. No one. And so it's vain glory, it's worthless glory, it's profitless glory. And we don't want that kind of glory. We want to give true honor, sincere honor to others. In honor, preferring one another. An example in the Bible is Abraham and Lot. Now Abraham had every right to impose his will and preferences over his little nephew. I mean, Abraham was so much more important than Lot, and yet when it came time that their flocks and herds were so great they couldn't dwell together, Abraham gave Lot the choice of what land he would want. Lot was inferior by every respect. Abraham was the friend of God. Lot wasn't anything like that. Abraham was older. Abraham was the one that had taken care of Lot when his father died. Abraham was superior, but Abraham didn't look at it that way. Abraham gave Lot the choice, and Lot chose the well-watered plain of the Jordan River that was to his advantage, and Abraham ended up with the terrible property outside that region. Of course, we know the end of that story. 
Lot ended up in a cave with nothing except two pregnant daughters by his incestuous relationship with them, and Abraham ended up the rich friend of God and the great father of the faithful. But look at, look at the choice he made, and that's how we want to make choices with each other. I hope that you'll remember this little verse here. I did share it with you this past week in an update email. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. Brotherly love is affectionate and kind treatment of others. In a church, it's on an individual basis. In honor, preferring one another. Preferring them as being more important than you and wanting to give them honor more than we receive honor from them. This is the word of the Lord. If you appreciate the first 11 chapters of Romans and what God has done for us through the gift of his son, Jesus Christ, then we should want to give this back to him by loving our brethren. This is giving our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, and it is only a reasonable service for what he's done for us. This is the word of the Lord to us today. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heavenly Father, we are able to read in the pages of Scripture that the angels stand at full attention in heaven, ready, willing, eager, cheerful, praising to do your commandments. And we pray that we would be as willing and eager and cheerful and praising as they are while we're here on earth. We thank thee for your love and mercy, your grace and salvation in Jesus Christ that was bestowed upon us, not upon them. You have made us your beloved sons and daughters, the children of God, and they are our servants. We do not say that haughtily, we say that thankfully. And we bless and praise your holy name. Father in heaven, help us this day by your Spirit to hear the word of God and to humble ourselves before it as it is in deed and in truth the word of God and not the word of men. This is not the word of some extreme pastor. This is the word of our extreme God. And we thank thee, Holy Father, for your extreme nature in holiness, righteousness, godliness, and perfection, the way that we want to be and the way that we want to live. Help us to do it. First of all, help us to hear it. Help us to believe it. Help us to embrace it, and then strengthen us by your Spirit, Heavenly Father, that we will do it. Let this church be filled with so much love of one member to each other member that we so bind and bond the lively stones of this church together that it makes an edifice for the Lord Jesus Christ and a habitation of the Holy Spirit that is pleasing in thy sight. We ask that this church will be a delight in your eyes. Heavenly Father, as you view the brotherly love and unity that we have toward each other, let us be of one mind, of one accord, of one heart, and of one mouth to praise thee. We pray this same blessing on all the churches of saints throughout the world. Bless their ministers this day, and whatever subject matter you have laid on their minds, to declare it plainly and boldly to the profit of their people. And let those people hear it and embrace it as well and to do it. 
let your churches be strengthened and multiplied in the earth. We thank thee for America. We thank thee for the blessings that we have living on these shores. We pray for our leaders that you will so guide them and overrule them when necessary, but teach them and protect them and, teach and show them wisdom that they might lead this nation in a way that would be for the betterment of your people under their care. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, for all the things that we enjoy every day of our lives. We thank Thee for our daily bread, and we pray that You will sustain that supply. We thank Thee for health and strength. We thank Thee for the written Word of God, and we thank Thee for the living Word of God. Amen. We thank Thee for the gift of the Holy Spirit and His permanent presence with us since the day of Pentecost. We thank Thee for this body of believers that You've put together in this city. And we pray that you'll add to the church daily such as should be saved. And we pray that you'll take from us those hypocrites whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood and whose mouth speaketh vanity and whose hearts are not with us because their hearts are not with thee. Bless us, Heavenly Father, to have a pure body acceptable in thy sight and that our worship today will be acceptable to thee. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our sinfulness. Forgive us the sinful members yet in our flesh. Forgive us our old man. We are cumbered down with this burden until you take us out of this world and glorify us in heaven. And we look forward to that day. Until then, Heavenly Father, hear the cry of our spirits and remember that they are willing, but our flesh is weak, and so have mercy upon us. Remember our frame, that we are dust. And like as a good father pities his children, remember to pity us, O Lord, whose faith and love is in thee through Jesus Christ. Now bless all that we do, that it will come up into heaven, into your holy dwelling place, as a sweet-smelling savour and sacrifice of our worship. For we love thee, delight in thee, and want to give thee our hearts and our lives and the next few hours in worship through Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we always pray. Amen. Amen.